0: Here are Chris and Tom's Picks of the Week. It's the time of the week where time I give your NFL Picks of the Week.
1: Well, hold up, Chris. It's not really Picks of the Week this time. Yeah. This is the NFL wildcard round of the playoffs preview. So, yeah, I, I, we're not picking, but we are kind of are. It's the same sort of setup. It's just... Uh, we're not doing it. We're doing this for pride and uh, nothing on the line. At this point, it's not really, yeah. not really a pick'ems for victories anymore. No, It's more
0: like we're just previewing the games, giving you our thoughts of each game Same because time. well, we realize there's an even number of games every week. And how are we going to choose which games we're not going to talk about, which is not going
1: to pick. Right. How can anymore? you, how can you say one playoff game over another is less important or anything like that? Because, you know, we we want to we want to bring some good content, and with it being even numbers of games every week, we're just like, all right, you know what? Let's let's just do a preview. Let's just kind of talk about the games. We might, we're probably going to give our you know our picks, but it's not like we have to choose different teams or oh, yeah. have to have close games or anything like that. We're just kind of you know previewing the games, and you know, on a on a one liner note, how uh, who do you think we're gonna is gonna win? So. Uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, starting with the the NFC Wild Card Round, I'll go ahead and uh, take the number one because you know I know you don't like to say this, yeah. um, but that evil green and yellow team that hails from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yes. I love your um, <laughs> notation of that. Yes, that is the Green Bay Packers. They have the bye oh, yeah. during the Wild Card Round, so they're going to sit back and probably watch the heck out of the Bears game and. Any thoughts on or any thoughts on this matchup here, Chris? No, there's nothing there. No, nothing to well, talk about. <laughs> nothing to talk about. Moving right along. So spoke about the Bears. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. The the game, uh, the, the next game we're gonna talk about is the number seven seeded Chicago Bears at the number two seeded New Orleans Saints, which will be played at 3:30 p.m. Central on Sunday, January 10th on CBS, Amazon Prime. And Nickelodeon yes. because, yes, this is a children's show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. The NFL is a children's show. I don't know why it's a Nickelodeon. I don't know how it got a Nickelodeon. I like this on Nickelodeon money. because it, it's money. Money wins games in the NFL apparently, and it brings in the dollar bills, especially when it opens. No fans. I, I have a theory
1: about that. You know, People have been cutting the cord with cable. Yep. Not as many people have or subscribe to – you know, have the, the subscription to ESPN – or some of those networks that you don't get with like your antenna or that used to be cable. But all those parents stuck at home in quarantine with their kids, got to have Nickelodeon to keep them in line, keep them uh, entertained. So maybe that's some logic there. But anyway, maybe, I don't know. I'm probably grasping at straws here. Anyway, the line is Saints by 10. Yeah. Thoughts?
0: Oh, jeez. I saw that and I said, for those of you who can't tell, that's me doing a choking noise. And I believe, and just to be more specific, is Darth Vader doing the force choke on the Saints? Because this is the perfect example of the Saints choking again in the playoffs when they said, there's no way they're going to lose to this team. There's no possible way this could happen. Well, it's the Saints. And what they do best lately is choke away big games. Even though the Bears have all the injuries, Jalen Johnson out, puts the screen out, Darnell Moody. May not play Roquan Smith, may not play Duke Shelley. Will probably play. Yes, he's questionable, but he's playing L. Robinson. Questionable, he's playing just get out of the way. without. He's, that he's
1: gonna Whatever he has hurting, he's gonna take a cortisone shot for and he's gonna yeah. be on the field. Yeah, he's playing. So, for it.
0: yeah, unless you have COVID or you have a serious injury, you're playing in this game. That's how that works in the NFL come playoff time.
1: Absolutely, I, I agree. Um. I don't know. I, I, it's it's hard to say. Yes, when you look at games where uh, a team has been vastly overranked um, or or over um, preferred, I should say, yes. then maybe you'll get some guys. There's some teams that that choke, and and we've seen that quite a bit. as you know uh-huh. they go into it with a little bit more confidence. The media, uh, everybody believes that they're the winners, so maybe that it's not less confidence than cockiness, but uh, you know, this is this is a matchup that I actually could see of any of the the two seven matchups and, uh, you know, or um, three sixes, things like that. I think that this could be one that, you know, it's it's a, a huge line. They could actually it could actually happen between the Bears and the the Saints, seeing what the Saints have done before. Um, the Bears decided to play at random times, so we could see that happen. Yeah. And I know a lot of Green Bay fans that would love to face the Bears in the second round rather than the Saints. Well, they, so, they can't uh, play the I, Saints. My, what's that?
0: Is it possible for them to play the Saints in the second round? Saints are the two seed, so they would
1: Oh, Oh, that's right. So that's right, because they, so right, they would have to play the, the, uh, the low- lowest ranked seed. That's right. That's, that, so they can't play that. the Saints so or the Seahawks. Would, I was wondering why my father-in-law and, and uh, wife were like yeah we want to want the bears to win because they'll be easy the second round I'm like that's right they play the low the, the low seed yeah, yeah. but inevitably would you know could run into the saints later on right. um and and you're right if the bears would win they would probably be the easiest low seed
0: oh, to beat. oh yeah 20 points There's no probably yeah yeah it'll be bad it'll be a bad game And, yeah, I have some – yeah, the Saints and Bears did play earlier this year. It was a 26-23 overtime win for the Saints. It was in Chicago. And Drew Brees did play that game. So it wasn't a Taysom Hill game. So there's nothing odd there. Michael Thomas, though, did not play in that game. However, we don't know if Alvin Kamara is playing for the Saints because he was on the COVID list. He said he's playing on Sunday. We haven't heard officially that's the case. But my money's on him playing. If he's tweeting about him playing, then it's probably – the conclusion. He's playing. Was this game originally
1: supposed to be on Saturday?
0: No, as far as I know, it was, it was always a Sunday game. I okay. not been moved. Nothing's been moved. Okay. Because
1: I was wondering if you know if this was originally a Saturday nope. game, if this got moved due to COVID stuff. No. Um. So uh, yeah, that this is this week, Kamara. Uh, you know he or Kamara. Sorry, uh, he was um preparing for this game, and this is a weird way for him to prepare the for the game because he's not going to physically be at practice. For most of the week, or hasn't been, right. and so now you've got a guy who's virtually or remotely preparing for um, the game against the Bears, and a team who, at practice, is trying to prepare to have Kamara. Shoot, yeah. I cannot talk tonight uh-huh. without him physically being there. How can you prepare with a guy or with a guy not being there? um and and try to build your offense for that week. And so, I mean it, they they've had situations like this before. It's not the first time that that he's been um out or sidelined this year. And so the, the Saints are not in a position where, that they haven't been in before, but at the same time, you know, this late in the season in this kind of game, you you want to have all your guys physically there if possible. And he didn't have the virus if I'm correct, right? He he was just exposed and was on a quarantine list
0: i think so that's what it was i'm not sure i have to check because let me tell you putting together the injury report for this 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 show was me going through four different sources and trying to give you the best information possible because there's a whole bunch of contradicting each other oh
1: absolutely it
0: was not pretty so i think he was just contact tracing i don't think he actually had COVID. he just had being quarantined so
1: yeah because I, i think we would have seen like you know several saints test positive including right. mara and but we didn't necessarily see that so i'm not terribly worried about you know his his well being um because i th- i think it's more just um contact close exposure whatever you want to call it um so which is good you, you never really want to see you know guys get sick get injured like that even if they are our first round right. opponent so um, but nevertheless, uh, you know we should see him Sunday, could not. It, it's, it's really hit or miss. So um, there are some other questionables, some others that are out. Uh, Josh Hill, tight end is out, uh, Marcus Williams, safety. Um, so I don't know. Um, at, that, at that time, the last time the, the Saints played the Bears, Matt Nagy was still the Bears offensive play caller. And so we had a different offense. We're running it a different a, way. A worse so, offense is what you're trying to say. Absolutely, I'm trying to be <laughs> diplomatic, uh, as diplomatic as possible. Nope. I don't know why I am. It's my show. It's our show. Um, no, yeah, no we, we have a much better offense now. It's more efficient um, because we realize that you give the ball to Montgomery, that good things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, Nagy likes to get cute, and so that's why I don't think he should be a play caller anymore. Absolutely. But um, so we do have we do have that going for us. Um, although at that time, Michael Thomas was not playing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, there's factors in both directions. Yeah. If I had to pick right off the top, I'd say the saints yeah. are, are taking this one. Mm-hmm. But if there's going to be a major choke, mm-hmm. it's going to be the saints. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna say like, I, I think they are, you know, if, if you're going by the line, going by the stats, they're going to win this game. Absolutely. If you're going to see a team ch- choke as epically. As a team can choke, it's gonna be this matchup.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I have the Saints winning this game, but I will tell you this live on the show. Well, or later on live and whatever. <laughs> uh, if the Saints do choke this game, you can bet your last dollar the Christmas cool quote of the week will be Darth Vader doing the force choke. The and, it. <laughs> and it'll be him saying, I find you like a faith.
1: Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that will be the quote of the week. Book it, the Bears win this game. So that will be your – Perfect.
1: Expect it Monday morning. Hope so anyway.
0: Let's hope the Bears win, even though they'll probably lose the next game. But I just want to do that choke, Darth Vader choke thing just for fun.
1: Hopefully we don't have to do it about the Bears. No, no, the
0: Bears can't choke a game. They're they're the underdog. They can't choke
1: a game that they're the underdog by 10 points in. So So, anyway, I don't think we're going to be – we're going to talk this much about every single game because – we, I mean, we care too much about the Bears to not talk yeah. to too much about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, why don't you introduce the second game here, man?
0: Yeah, we have the Rams and Seahawks. So two NFC West teams going at the line is Seattle by three and a half. Uh, this is because there's uh, confusion about if Jerry Goff's playing or not. I see sources list him as out. I see sources list him as questionable. I uh, I use ESPN to say he's out because he hasn't. There's been no clear indication. So the line could have been more, is my guess, if we knew if Jerry Golf was playing or, playing or not. And the they did split the series, so this is going to be a, a good game between two teams that know each other very well. Although the Rams have no idea, well, the Seahawks have no idea who's playing quarterback for the Rams.
1: That is definitely going to be a factor because they they now have to prepare for multiple quarterbacks, multiple options. So at, at this time, you know, not announcing whether Jared Goff is going to play is to their advantage. And, and I think that as long as they can keep that to themselves, they should. I mean, I, I say if you can go as as long as, uh, you know, until um, Saturday morning, tomorrow morning, then, you know, you can, uh, that, that will help you. And uh, you did, you did announce when this game was, right? This is 3.30 uh, yeah. Central. Um, Saturday the 9th on yep. Fox, yeah, yeah, um, right. which is the, the day that this will go live. So I, I don't know. I mean, there is a lot of injuries on both sides that are mm-hmm. questionable or out. Um, I don't, I don't think that any one aside from if Jared Goff is um, is out is one of them. I don't think any one is going to make or break either team. No. Um th- these are teams that have dealt with injuries mm-hmm. this year already. Um, so I, I don't see that being a huge factor unless Jared Goff is one of them, then we could see Seattle run away with this one even more than um I I already believe that they will.
0: Oh, be careful. That Rams Stevens is the best in the business. That Rams Defense
1: that's you know is
0: dang good. I mean they uh good. according to uh football reference, I copied all their th- Team offense, defense and stats for you guys who don't know. I just threw it in an Excel. Uh, there, the Rams defense has contributed eighty nine point five four points during the season. Expected, the Seahawks have allowed eighty nine point four eight points with their defense. Expected, so if the defense, so, so this game could hang. on the Rams defense just saying no, no, no to Russell Wilson, <laughs> whose offense has not looked great the last few weeks. It's not looked high power at all. It looks like it's just being ground and pound. And they've been winning with defense, so this could come down to which defense plays better.
1: Very true, and I, I think that you know that Rams defense is definitely not one to sleep on because they they've been the X factor in a lot of games this season, yeah. and uh, rightfully so. They, uh defense is one of the more impressive ones in the league, at least by uh, I mean, even if. Uh, wins uh, in the win column did not necessarily always follow. The defense yeah. has still impressed me all year, um, but I, I don't know. I, I see, like, like you said, the last few weeks the of Seattle offense has not produced as much as I thought that they, um, you know, should be. Uh, mm-hmm. I, in general, I think that they they should be a little bit more high powered than we have been seeing. So if they turn that up. Then I don't know if the Rams defense is going to make a difference. If they're lackluster, as we've seen the past couple of weeks, then the Rams can steal this one.
0: Yeah, I think this game's gonna be the Seahawks win. And I think they cover the line of three and a half because it is a small line. If this was a like Seahawks by six, I would say bet the bet the Rams to cover the points if you're if you're betting out there, people. But since it's three, now, I would take the Seattle line, and I would take Seattle to win the game, and then Seattle covers the line as well.
1: I'm gonna go with the same. Um, it's I, I just can't pass it, pass yeah. it up. But we could see something crazy happen. We yep. Yep. many times do. So both of us taking the Seahawks in this one uh, again. Nothing on the line. Just giving our take. Right. The third game out of the NFC is gonna be. The uh, five-seed Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Gronkineers, sorry, I forgot your line there, Chris, and then the Washington football team, who is the four-seed. That one is going to be tomorrow night or tonight uh, for you guys, Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday, January 9th on NBC at 7.15 Central. Mm -hmm. Um, The line is Bucks by eight and a half, Mm -hmm. and they are the lower seed.
0: Yeah. Well, the Bucks. When you look at it on paper, they're a top three offense, a top eight, the uh, top ten defense. So on both sides of the coin, they're good. The football team has a top five defense, but their offense is 25th. To put that in perspective, it's worse than the Bears' offense, which is saying something because the Bears' offense is atrociously like, bad. And and remember, guys, here's a stat I threw out the time yesterday that I did some digging. I looked at their schedule. and noticed something in, with the football team. When the football team's defense allows 20 points or more, they're 0 and 9. Think about that 20 or more points. If you allow 21 points, they lose. And that offense has only scored 24 plus points only twice. So if the Bucks put up 24 points, chalk it up. Bucks won the game. That's how that's going to work in this game. So if the Bucks. Hey,
1: are not hard to do.
0: Oh, well, the football team's defense, though, this is the one, this game they didn't have line. I said that's high. I think it's a bad line. I do think
1: that's the line is high. I don't think we're going to see a blowout, but I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable to say that um, Brady can put up the numbers to um, surpass what the, um, what Washington has been um, seeing as an average this year.
0: Oh, well be careful because the, remember the bear, the bucks are owing two against the saints. They lost to the bears, chiefs and Rams. So they have not been a good playoff team outside of green Bay. Think the good lord, they beat them, so I have confidence in them going further in the playoffs. But uh, the Bucks lost the Bears 2019, so they have had some games where the offense doesn't show up in against big teams. But I think they figured out their offense, they now know ground and pound and then let Tom just dink and dunk and hit, take the big shot when the big shot's there. So this will be an interesting game, I think. It'd be a lot closer than eight and a half points.
1: It is, yeah, I, I I do agree. It's going to be a lot closer than eight and a half points. Um, you could be seeing a, a sub seven, closer to three um, game if it comes down to it. But um, yeah, I, I think you're right. They're going to ground uh, uh, ground and pound um, with the running game, and then uh, Tommy Boy is going to do Tommy Boy things and really just uh, you know put the dagger in the game late um he'll he'll do his job he'll he, i mean he find Gronk sometime during the game um i think it's you know his preferred target honestly yeah. um it, it's it's there you know numbers don't really necessarily lie about that he throws to him a lot so yeah. i mean if, if washington covers gronk really well and that takes away a good target but i think tom uh he he throws Uh, a good ball to a lot of people so it's not going to hold him back he's still going to do the job that he's there to do at the right time so i am taking the bucks in this one but a lot closer than eight and a half points
0: i would agree with that analysis i mean we don't know mike evans is even going to play he's questionable so he might not play in this game but that might help the bucks is Mike Evans is a deep threat. He wants the ball 10 yards down the field. And against a Chase yeah. Young defense, you want the ball a quick, fast, and in a hurry. So this could be a game where you hear the name Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller is the X-Factor. He's going to get that ball a lot. It's going to be Brady, catches the ball from the center, looks and throws the ball to the first guy who's open because Chase Young is coming at him, and this is a – this is the type of he wants blood. That, Yeah, this is the type of defense that Brady has struggled against because it's four guys rushing him and that and he has no time to th- find anyone else open. So Scotty
1: Miller, the uh yeah. he's the the skinny white guy, right?
0: Uh, yeah, he's a skinny white guy running around. Okay. <laughs>
1: that, so that makes him an underdog in the yeah. in that sense already. Yeah. Um it's gonna be but right. I, I think that he's, he's going to be able to util- uh, utilize Miller more than than Evans, um, even though Evans, uh, you know, he he has been a favorite target throughout oh, yeah. the season, but you're right. He's he's more of a deep threat than your your ten yard out, your five yard out um, to pick up those smaller um, smaller pickups. Um, but you know, I think that's more of an acceleration thing. He doesn't have that um, beat off the line, but he's he's dangerous when he gets going deep and picks up speed. He he creates a lot of separation that. Um, Brady's been able to take advantage of and he gets those deep balls. So I think that, you know, if Evans is playing, look for those, those deep threats, but um, if, if he's not, you're going to see a lot of Miller and um, you know, you're going to see, hear that name a lot. You're going to hear Gronk a lot. And so um, yeah, that, I think they're going to be utilized a lot more um, football team, obviously, you know, quarterback uh, <laughs> difficulties the last few weeks, um, but uh, you know, on. Uh, uncontested leader of that team, Chase Young uh, leading on the, on the defense. I I think that from just getting the, you know, rah, rah, get you going hype alone, he's going to be your guy. And and that that's going to be a factor too. You know, they, they want this game. Mm -hmm. I, I think from what I've been hearing, they want this game more than, uh, Tampa Bay. Not that you know any, they, they've been more vocal right. about this game. And so they're I, not necessarily a good thing to always be vocal on social media and Twitter and whatnot, but I, I, I think that they're, they're hyped more so than what we're hearing about the bucks. Of course, everyone's excited to be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but Washington knows that even though they have the higher seed, they, they got they believe they got snubbed on the line. Right. And so they're out to prove people wrong.
0: Well, as a Tom brady team, Tom Brady teams do not talk before big games. They just show up and just uh, play football. That's what they do. And this is the first time Brady will be playing in the wildcard around the playoffs and not as a division winner. So this is a first – It's, it's a, it, more stats. I, Tom's getting excited over there. He loves the stats I'm throwing out there tonight.
1: I just love the spreadsheet too. That <laughs> – <laughs> that that got me excited. Get your minds out of the gutters, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing's going on that you need to hear about. So that's the AFC for you guys. We're going on to the AFC, where well, the Chiefs are the one seed and had the bye week during the wild card game, as we told you guys, because well, the Chiefs locked it up early, going fourteen and two. Losing one, their one loss was the Raiders. The other loss was with all the backups in the game. The Chiefs are believed to be the best team in football. There may be someone else coming for you. And that might be this game coming up with the 7 seed Colts and the 2 seed Bills, 12.05 Central Time on Saturday, January 9th on CBS. Tom, what do you think about this game?
1: Oh, Bills Mafia! I love you guys. I also love that you convinced Governor Cuomo not to go to the game out of just <laughs> pure spite. Pure spite. Petition what forty thousand plus signatures, yeah, the whole, and he was the whole like, "Okay." No, well, thank you. I, mean, I, I think he realized if he went to the game, he he was in some serious danger. So, yeah, thank you. Um, Honestly, the the Bills the, the line is by six. That I can't say anything negative about the the Bills that in this matchup anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone really can. The Colts they're they're a decent team. Mm-hmm. They or a lot better than I thought they were going to be going into this season. um But the Bills are hot. The, oh. the Bills have have put up oh. crazy numbers. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, much much like some other teams that we've already talked about, they're out to prove that they belong there. You know, you've got a quarterback who um, went to a, a smaller division one because he was a, he was not highly sought after. You, you got him who who was not uh, considered in uh, as highly as others in the the draft, and now you've you've got him leading a team in the playoffs. Yet, you know, some people still doubt them. He's another one who is out to prove that. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't go to Alabama and uh, win a national championship, but I'm gonna do it better in the NFL. And so I, I like him leading the, the team. Um, he's got a great uh, relationship with Stephon Diggs. Yeah, he, is, he does. Yeah, he's questionable <laughs> he's this week. He's playing. He's playing. We know that Cole Beasley questionable. They're gonna try to play. Yeah,
0: Beasley's so a maybe.
1: He's a maybe. But like you said, if there's any way possible that these guys are going to get on the field, they're going to do it, yeah. especially Diggs. Oh, um, I don't think we're going to see any lapse in the um, time given between Allen and Diggs. He's going to get the ball to Diggs. Yeah. They're going to do awesome things. They're going to continue to uh, pound it out on the ground, too, where they have still been successful. So uh, I... I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and give my pick before we even talk about the, the Colts. I'm get, I'm taking the Bills.
0: Yeah, I would have the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen was uh, considered like a top five quarterback prospect in his draft year, which there's a lot of good quarterbacks out right, there. Yeah, but But there's only one uh, pundit, sorry guys, something's like in my throat, uh, who thought that he would be a the number one quarterback in that draft because that was Mel Kuyper Jr., who I don't like to give credit to about most things, but this one, I'm like, He was actually right about this guy. This guy's good. good. He might be the best player in his drafts. I mean, Lamar Jackson has won MVP. Allen won't win the MVP this year because it's going to that bad Aaron Rodgers because he had a a studly year. But Judgment is clearly in the running. But the Colts, I don't know if you know this, Tom, the Colts have a top 10 offense in terms of points scored per game. I I didn't know that until I looked at the numbers and said, oh, my goodness, they're actually top 10. But how is that possible? Top ten offense or
1: top ten defense? I'm oh, looking at your notes here. I know, but I Both?
0: just I just looked at my I just looked at the stats on per football reference and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're top ten wow. scored. That and I I, about the defense. But yeah, but, was, kind of but, but then I looked at their games that they played and it's if their defense gets turnovers, they score points. If they don't, uh, it's gonna kind of a miss. So defense, hand in hand. Yeah, so the defense does their job, and for turnovers, which Josh Allen has not been throwing turnovers to anyone lately. It'll be a good game. If Josh Allen plays a clean game, watch out. You might see a Tennessee Titans level smackdown of the Colts. If Josh Allen is as hot as he normally is because the Colt the Titans beat them down 46-27 in a revenge game and said, No, no, no. You're not stopping us this day. We're not turning the ball over. It's over, son. So
1: but these two teams that while they did not face each other in the regular season, no. um there's some some stats in favor of our, our pick for the, the Bills here, and that is that the outside of games against uh, Green Bay and the Steelers, the Colts, have not scored 20-plus points on a top-15 defense, which the Bills have. Yeah. Um, and so their defense, like we've talked about, needs to create turnovers in order to help their offense. Um, but, the, uh, you know, when, you're, when your defense is getting um, – pounded on by a Bills team that they have not faced thus far. You know, like you said, we could see Tennessee Titan level um, Mm -hmm. uh, smackdown. But uh, also let's talk about how the Bills have not lost since the Kyler Murray, Hail Mary passed DeAndre Hopkins seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago in week 10. So they are the number two scoring offense with 31.3 points per game. And this includes the last two games where Josh Allen only played in the first half of both games. Yep. So that, that that's ridiculous that uh-huh. <laughs> they've, they've put up stellar numbers and he's only played one whole game yep. combined between the two, the last two weeks.
0: Yeah. And that they
1: have not lost in seven
0: weeks. I mean, they dropped 56 on the Dolphins defense. The Dolphins oh. have a top five defense. That Dolphins defense is very dang good. And they made them look like. A bunch of backup high school players. It was a savage beatdown. They make ben Barkley looks like an NFL starting quarterback. I don't know where that came from, but gosh darn it, <laughs> Barkley looks dang good with <laughs> that Bills offense. But uh, I I would be afraid if I was the Colts. A lot of people, I, I know everyone I've watched has picked the Bills. I know um, Rich Eisen says watch out for the Colts. Don't underestimate them. I'm not, but I don't see how the Bills lose this game with Josh Allen playing the way he is. I don't see them losing this game. I agree. I,
1: I don't underestimate the Colts, yeah. but I, I just think that the Bills are too good to not pick. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah. Right. So moving right along, um, to the second AFC game that we're going to talk about tonight is the number six Cleveland Browns at the number three Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Sunday night game, 7.15 p.m. Central on NBC. The line is Steelers by six. Yeah, you know, which is really—I mean—that's—that's—that's that's, that's not, you know, six points. You're talking one score. Uh-huh. That's not too far off. I do think that this game is going to be decided by one score. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be six. It could be three, but it's—it's it's not going to be a blowout in either direction.
0: I would agree with that because the Steelers' office has looked eh, mediocre at best the last few weeks since they finally lost the game and their defense lost guy's injury. So it could be that the Sears offense limps around and survives this game and the defense just beats down the Browns because the Browns don't, as you probably have all heard, don't have their head coach or offensive play caller, Kevin Stefanski. Joe Petonio, their all pro guard is out due to COVID. Uh, Jarvis Landry, is looks like he's going to be out due to COVID again. Uh, Ronnie Harrison Jr., their starting safety is going to be out due to COVID. I mean, they have a their COVID list. There's also a whole bunch of other coaches on the COVID list. Their team got COVID right up in them, right going to the playoffs. It's just a bad situation going to a playoff game against a dreaded rival, like the Steelers.
1: Yeah, that's um, that kind of put a damper on what I was hoping to talk about. So. Oh, sorry yeah no no <laughs> not you not you not you but just the covid list all the announcements my i kept sinking lower and lower like oh my goodness
0: yeah it's, um, it's bad it's a bad list man
1: if, if it wasn't for the covid list the, the extensive covid list mm-hmm. um i would have given this one to the browns oh. um but you, you're missing your play caller and head coach you're missing several key players yeah. uh, due to COVID or just other injuries. Yeah. You know, it's it's making it harder and harder to pick them mm-hmm. this I week. Um, I'm going to make my decision by the time we stop talking about them <laughs> in, the, in this section, or the, in this segment. But, you know, a team like that, that, you know, it faces that in the week going into the playoffs, typically will do one of two things they will either run around with like chickens with their head cut off (laughs) and it will be a bad game to watch yeah or they rise to the occasion and win the underdog game yeah i think there's i don't know i want to say that there's too many factors going against them in this week but Baker Mayfield loves that underdog mentality. He does. Well, well, i got to pull it up on my phone. So while you're talking about uh, some stuff, I'll I'll bring it up later. But it's the um, Baker Mayfield cycle of success or something like that. Um, But I I don't know. I'd be hard-pressed to um, pick the Browns now, seeing everybody that's going to be out, everybody that would normally be available. So um, I'll leave it at that. All right. I'm not going to say a name.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll take it over. So uh, the team split this two-game series. Uh, the Browns got beat down 30-7. to 70. It was like week four, and the Steelers were fully healthy. Browns were fully healthy. It wasn't even a contest. Steelers lost the week 17 game, but they didn't play Big Ben. TJ Watt. some of their starters. They were arresting everyone for this game. And I was going to pick Steelers rather and say Steelers are going to win this game, call it a day. But then I heard something on the Pat McAfee show. Uh Tony Diggs, uh one of the yeah, Pittsburgh guys on the show like Pat McAfee, he mentioned something that made me go, oh boy, not again. Juju Smith Schuster said open his mouth in a press conference and say and asked about what how you feel about facing yeah. the Browns. And he said, The Browns, there's the Browns. But your nameless face? Yeah. like, oh boy, you spoke you said the bad thing. Like, oh boy.
1: So no I, think, I yeah, sorry to interrupt. I think that's where I need to insert this here this is that underdog mentality you know he said the browns are always going to be the browns
0: Browns is the browns
1: this is the baker mayfield cycle and and i'm going to paraphrase because of the words that we don't we try not to say (laughs) on this show Mm -hmm. play like poop be be, uh, criticized by media underdog mentality beat inferior opponent call out doubters Play like poop. Criticized by media. Underdog mentality. Beat inferior opponent. Yeah. Uh, call out doubters, and you know, keep repeating yeah. into uh, infinity. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, we are at the underdog mentality phase right now, yeah. and in order for him to be able to move to the call out doubters phase, they have to beat inferior opponent, and See that's have- what's standing in the way. Steelers are not an inferior opponent. Correct. They are a very worthy opponent. This is going to be. Very good game to watch still. Yeah, but I would agree. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers on this one because of uh, who is not available for Baker that he normally relies on. Um, that's, that's what it is. Yes, that underdog mentality has served him well in the past, um, just not while he's trying to uh, run away from Oklahoma police officers. while <laughs> intoxicated. Yeah.
0: But well, um,
1: yeah. at least in the NFL, it's, it's kind of been part of his cycle. But we're not seeing, you know, a Jets type team not that that's necessarily who they would face on a normal week anyway, but still, we're not we're not playing high school football here. We're not playing uh, mediocre teams. Yeah. You're playing the Steelers who have been a good team this year. So Steelers, the line could still be six, or it could be I, I, I could see this being closer than six.
0: Yeah, I would. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be tight game because it's two teams that know each other. I, you don't need your offensive play caller to know what right. this is running you. run on you. And Davis. you he might, you, The difference might be just bad play calling jumbled together like the Bears with Matt Nagy and, and go to Bill Laser. and the, right. Now play calling is flowing in a much more real sense. Absolutely. Which, which brings us to the final game, the number five Baltimore Ravens at the number four Tennessee Times at 12.05 Central Time on Sunday, January 10th on ESPN or ABC or as I like to call it in your time, the real time zone where the real people live. The line is Ravens by three and a half senior Thompson. What are your thoughts going to this game?
1: I I like the line where it's at. I, uh, you know, I, I don't think this is going to be, I don't think any of these games are going to be a blowout aside from possibly the saints um, against the bears, but you're, you're right. You know, Darth Vader could show up anyway. (laughs) We're not talking about that. We're talking about Ravens Titans. Yeah. pretty even teams. Uh, it, honestly, as far as a, a, postseason matchup goes, this is kind of ho-hum. You know, I'm not overly excited about this game because I do think that they're pretty evenly matched. So I'm not going to walk around saying that uh, the, the Ravens are, are more deserving or the Titans are more deserving. I think that three and a half is where this belongs. The Ravens I do believe are the better team. Um, I'm going to say by offensive production Um, in some senses that, you know, they've in some games they've rose to the occasion more so than the Titans have Um, when the Titans, win, they win big uh, or when they, you know, put everything together, they win big, but when they don't, they lose big. And so I don't think that we're going to see um, necessarily that if we do, then the Ravens could run away with this quite a bit. But um, you know, Ravens do have some some injuries, some question questionability coming into this week. Um, Jimmy Smith, cornerback; uh, Will Snead, wide receivers, and and uh, uh, several others. There are a couple of others. They're out. Um, Marlon Humphrey, uh, cornerback; DJ Fluker, guard. They're questionable this week. Um, I don't think anyone is going to make me um, concerned about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans have their center, Aaron Brewer out due to COVID, yeah. A.J. Brown. Uh, he's playing. He's, he's, is he's playing. Pl- he's These playing. are questionable. All the questionable guys that we throw on this, it's just because they're listed as questionable. It's yeah. not because they're actually – when it comes to game, we saw this. What was it? Sammy Watkins, the entire season for the Chiefs was listed as questionable from week two. I think he played, played games, almost every game. Not every game. Yeah. yeah. So, we're showing these questionable guys really, you know, having a different center can make a difference right. because oh, exactly. it's but you've had all week to prepare it with him. Right. So while I do think that I, I would my my thought process would go with the Ravens being uh, favored to win, I'm going to follow that. I don't think the Titans are going to be at any disadvantage due to any one person being out or or anything like we've seen, we're going to see with the Browns where they have an extensive list. I think that these are two teams that are pretty much the same going into this week.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a fun game. The Titans have the better offense in terms of points per game. They're the number four offense, Ravens are the number seven offense. The difference is the defense. The Ravens have the number two defense overall, the Titans have well the 24th. The Titans defense is quite atrociously bad at times, and that's the difference in this game. If the Titans defense can sl- force Lamar Jackson to throw the football, they'll the Titans will probably win this game because I don't know if anyone knows this. The Titans are two and zero against the Ravens in the last twelve months, and they won the game this season 30, 24. and then they beat the Ravens last year in the playoffs 28, 16, and both in those in, in both those games, the Titans were the underdog going to the game. So this will be three times in a row that the underdog, three times the charm because the Titans do it again. I'm taking the Titans in this game for that reason because they get disrespected. Yes, I say D I S R E S P E C T disrespected by the national media because they're in Tennessee. They're not in the central, they're not in the coast, they're not a powerhouse that you think about. Watch out for King Henry to run wild on everybody. And Tannehill is undervalued as a quarterback. I saw Colin Coward's segment about picking teams based on quarterbacks. And he picked Lamar Jackson over Tannehill like it was obvious. And I said, It ain't that obvious. It ain't it ain't that obvious, Colin. It's not as obvious as people. No. Can do
1: this. And no, honestly, and now I'm starting to question myself no. because I I don't know. I, and I, I'm allowed to question myself because it's our show. And we're not I, doing I, picks; I, it's just I, preview, right? It's it's just preview. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see why the 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 line is Ravens by three and a half. But at the same time, you've got uh, a Titans offense. Tannehill is no slouch.
0: Yeah,
1: no. Derrick Henry's arguably one of the best backs in the league, if uh, if not maybe. the best this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'll go with the Ravens just to make things interesting between the two of us, even though there's nothing on the line, <laughs> right? But you know, I, I could absolutely see the Titans taking this one. They do have a good offense, and I don't want to um, don't want to discredit that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 as much as I'd like to see the Titans kind of prove the line wrong, just for the sake of you know us disagreeing on one game, right. I'm just gonna go ahead. Like we said, there's nothing that we're keeping track of. There's nothing on the line, no victory speeches, but you know it'd be interesting to see if the Ravens it, do actually do something. Because I, I, you know, now that you think about it more, their offense is a little bit underpowered compared to um, the running game of uh, of the Titans. I mean, and the passing game, that, passing game too. So yeah. yeah,
0: that that passing game is significantly better. The run game actually favors the Ravens, but that's because you have. Lamar Jackson and JK Dobbins run the football, but the Titans can throw the ball all over everyone with AJ Brown, Corey Davis. Their Titans, they have every they throw the ball around the yard. So it's going to be a good game. And this is the one upset I have picked. I will say I'm strong on this upset happening. But Tom, is there any like I know we went through the games and you picked all the favorites in this game. Is there any upsets that you would pick over any other in any of these other games? If you had to say which game you would say upset or in this game?
1: If I had to say an upset alert on this game, no. uh I'm gonna take I'm gonna take your advice and I'm gonna go with um, the the Bears. Oh yeah. I know oh. it's I know it's our favorite team. I'm gonna <laughs> go with uh, our logic that the Saints tend have, have choked like this before. Right. I do I reasonably think that it's going to happen? No. But oh. I think I, I think that they, they could be and upset.
0: Okay, I would agree with you if I didn't have the Titans in this game I would say probably the Colts because Colt, the Bills could they could just throw two picks and that would be the difference in the game but right. I but the times were I, the one I said really the Ravens by three and a half really all right then this makes my pick all a lot easier thank you everyone that's my upset.
1: Yeah and, and really How much of an upset is it when you've got two teams like this that are pretty evenly matched i mean they're
0: not not much of an upset it's not much
1: and we've seen closer lines from teams that are farther apart so i think um yeah you're you're right yeah that's it's you know on the line it's an upset um but you could make the case for either team that they are the better team You, you could you could dive into it even more than than we have and make the case for either one so um, let us know what you think down in the, the comments on the Facebook post. Um, if you have a, an upset that, uh, disagrees with one of ours, or if, if you think that a different game is going to turn out differently, or is going to be a lot worse than what the line says, let us know. Um, you know, we'll, we'll all see on Saturday and Sunday, but, uh, we, we have some good games coming our way and that's what the playoffs are all about.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully the two games that have the big dragon lanes, the Bears and Saints, is better than the Lions and the Bucks and the football team is a better line than it says it is. We'll find out come, sun, come Saturday and Sunday, and I can't wait for these games. And like Tom said, comment on the Facebook post, let us know what you guys think, because we like to hear everyone else's thoughts about the playoffs, not just our own, or email us at sportsandmore with CT, capital C, capital T, at gmail.com if you just want to talk to us directly. And yeah, we may we still may go hard in the pain on you guys with about your idea, but you won't have to deal with everyone else jumping on your throat because, well, it's just a private email between the two between all of us.
1: Absolutely, unless you say something funny, then we will post that on the Facebook. <laughs> but uh, you know, Fair we not anything funny. Fair <laughs> warning, you know, uh, <laughs> we see something funny, we want to give credit where credit is due. Absolutely. Um, but along those same lines. Chris, I'm wearing a very fine bunker branding shirt tonight, and it made me think. You know, we have we did have a couple of comments about you know what people would like to see if we decided to do merchandise. Yeah. So if you have some ideas or you would like a sports and more with Chris and Tom shirt, and we can get them from Bunker Branding, they are some of the most comfortable shirts I own, and so we'd like to make that happen just so that we could have some comfy shirts for ourselves. But we can't just buy two, we'd like to get enough Mm -hmm. for uh, all of you to um, enjoy as well. So if you're interested, place something down in the comments um, and uh, email us. And yes, Chris.
0: I have one other idea to throw in for a merchandise, a a coffee cup that's brown, duty equals poo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <on the mug. laughs> I love it. I love it. Cuz that's yeah. my
0: duty and yes, dude, does me poo to bring up that phrase every time I can.
1: I'm counting that as two there. So, um that's another thing. If you're interested in that mug, leave a comment down below. Uh, I'll I'll put some weird hashtag on there too. I'm, I don't want to see what the results are of that, but anyway, Uh, As you probably know, you can get this episode and any other episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a host of other listening platforms. Uh, And while you're at it, after you listen to this one, go ahead and listen to the old stuff that we got because they are oldies but goodies. Um, And we love it when you listen to that. And I forgot to tell you this, earlier this week, Chris, we surpassed the 500 play mark in what five months, six months? Uh, now that we've been months. six months, just about uh-huh. that we've been doing this. So we appreciate every one of you for that.
0: Oh, absolutely. We'd like to thank all of you. Our tens and tens of people listening to our ridiculous comments and takes about the NFL, and especially when I bring up Star Wars and football in the same sentence, because that's just how my brain works.
1: Absolutely. We well, wouldn't want to see the Mandalorian throw a hail mary to Grogu. Anyway, <laughs> uh, next episode's creation date is to be decided. Our Divisional Round Picks should be coming to you before Saturday, January 16th, 2021. Until then, as always, watch for ice, watch for deer, stay safe and healthy.
0: Chris and Tom's Picks of the Week were brought to you by No one. All non-original thoughts and this were properly noted during each pick.